It seems that St. Joseph faced a quandary. His wife Mary is found to be with child before they live together. This could only mean infidelity and adultery, he thought. He knows what is required of him by the law, to denounce him, to expose her to punishment. Yet, in a charity mingled with mercy, compassion, the will of God, obedience, and cooperation with the divine mysteries of our salvation, he decides to divorce her quietly so as to spare her shame and from becoming a talked-about, marked woman, as it were. At this point, the angel of the Lord reveals God's salvific plan to St. Joseph, and like the Annunciation to the Blessed Virgin Mary by the Archangel Gabriel, both invites and awaits Joseph's consent and his fiat. In faith, St. Joseph abandons himself to providence. He listens, trusts, and follows the directive of this mysterious visitor from on high who is about God's business, who appeared to him in a dream. This is a marked contrast to King Ahaz, the king of Judah, who rather than trust in God and his plans, looks to the ruthless Assyrians and their king for his security and deliverance when an attack and warfare by Judah's enemies seemed imminent. God dispatched the prophet Isaiah to King Ahaz to assure him of the preservation of Judah in the midst of distress and to fulfill God's saving life-giving promise to King David concerning the coming of Emmanuel as the ideal king of his people. Ahaz, though, would not listen, consent, or cooperate with God. In a rather arrogant, condescending, and hypocritical manner, he turns from God and his plans, saying, I will not ask, I will not tempt the Lord to God's invitation to trust and to cooperate. Therefore, the Lord God himself will give you this sign, he is told. The virgin shall be with child and bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, a name which means God is with us. The church has always followed St. Matthew seeing the fulfillment of this verse from the prophet Isaiah in Christ and in his virgin mother, the Blessed Mother. The Christ child, lowly, meek, humble, the eternal and only begotten Son of the Father, is not a warrior king sitting atop the might and fury of a stallion, but rather on the back of an ass. He will overcome the enemies of Israel and free the people from sin for all generations to come, thereby establishing the heavenly, peaceable kingdom of God upon the earth. It was to St. Joseph that the Father entrusted the fruit of his word. It was to St. Joseph, 
who in the face of Mary's virginal conception of the Christ child, who did not distance or absent himself from God's plans or his designs. Rather, St. Joseph lovingly accepted and embraced them. From scripture and from tradition, it is abundantly clear that St. Joseph accepted Mary as his wife together with the child. He saw and entrusted and understood the hand and the will of God in these strange circumstances. Following in the footsteps of the Blessed Mother and together with St. Joseph, he believed God and consented and cooperated with what God asked of him, obeying and submitting himself to the divine initiative, remaining ever attentive and docile to what was revealed to him. And so salvation was created in the midst of the earth. By presenting us with the story of St. Joseph from St. Matthew's Gospel on this, the fourth Sunday of Advent, the Church invites us to emulate Joseph and Mary, rooting ourselves in the revelation of God with deep confidence and obedience. May the Holy Eucharist prepare our hearts, indeed, the whole of the cosmos, to hear the voice of God's divine revelation as we await in joyful hope the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.